Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Wow. Here, Here we are. Here we are. Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation. Thank God Kyle is here. Yeah. Yeah. You're in. It's uh Well, okay. So we were gonna do two tonight, but we you're can't. exhausted. I am wearing the one ring. Well, I'm gonna fucking dork out hardcore on you because I am stretched so fucking thin. You're never tired. I how am... how did this happen? I literally feel like I'm gonna throw up. I <laughs> It's not okay. It's not okay. Why and, did Kyle uh, laugh? That's I the hardest he's ever laughed at anything either of us has Right. Said. If I throw it up, if I throw it up right now, if I threw up right now, would that be the funniest? No, because it would be so gross. Uh, but here's what happened. So we recorded at, uh, on that Tuesday of the election day. Yes. And I had just come back from one million shows. Right, right, right. And then I left the next day and went to Denver and did seven shows. In tell the, me about Denver. Wait, first tell me about Denver. Denver was a fucking amazing. Hi, fucking amazing. First of all, worth every year of waiting for it, quite honestly, <laughs> because it needed to be waited really? for. The staff was amazing. Yeah. The audiences, they take their phones and they stick them in a little pouch. Oh, they do that that thing that yes. Chappelle uh, yonder is it called yonder? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they and Chappelle was the one who said, "Will you please do this?" Or or maybe he didn't. He say, pioneered please. it. Well, Louis and he does so, it too. Comedy Works is the is it was so funny. The woman who drove me to radio the next morning was like, I didn't know why we had to be the guinea pigs, but it actually is working very well. And wow. it was. And she said the greatest thing about it, and this is true. So what you do is you get in line, you put your phone on vibrate, you mm-hmm. get to keep your phone. It just goes in a little pouch that they lock. And then you sit in the showroom and it's on vibrate. So if it goes off, you can get up, get it unlocked and go look at it. But you're not in the showroom doing it. And because of that, she said, they talk to each other. Oh, before the show? Yeah. The audience? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the audience yeah there's like a hum. Yes. Yeah, the, the, the yes. nice hum. Yes. Yes. That's great. And how, how did your shows go? Uh, they all went great. I... I did a nice mix of going to the vault. Mm-hmm. I essentially did the best of and yes. my favorites. There's no and shame in that. There was no shame in it. Everybody enjoyed it. Yeah. And so <laughs> it all worked out. And I was psyched. Seven shows. They gave me a sweatshirt. Wow. Uh, the condo, by the way, should, it should not be called a condo. It should be called an apartment I'm willing to live in. It, I would, it was yeah, but sparkling your, your clean. standards are pretty low. My standards are so high. I would still I call it a in. condo. Uh, I walked in. It was you would have you would not have appreciated the decorations because it was decorated by an eleven year old with a million dollars. It was essentially like there was so many toys and and there were suits of armor. There were three suits of armor. Okay, this is a condo for men. It is this a condo is not... for men and me, except for that. And, <laughs> That's right. And then Andy said, "Did the suits of armor come to life and kill you in your sleep?" And I said, "There was one in the bedroom." And uh, you guys have weird love talk, by the way. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to hear any of it ever again. Right. Well, he said, well, that one in the bedroom was that one was your protector because I I (laughs) locked the door. And uh, but the oops. But the the crazy thing is, is they also have this thing where there's a tiny uh, canvas and acrylics and you have to paint a painting. Mm -hmm. And one of the managers said, we we mock the people who don't make a painting. And so I had to make a painting. I that made a would painting. be fun. It was actually really therapeutic yes. and really fun. But then they put them all on the wall. Mm-hmm. Emily Heller's the best one. Oh, nice. She did a self-portrait that looks exactly like her. <laughs> Somebody, uh, it was Felipe. You know Felipe? Esparza? Yeah. Yeah. He did uh, a copy of a Van Gogh that oh looked like the, I recognized it. Um, yeah. Wow. So, but what it, what that wall is, by the way, uh-huh. it's essentially 40 uh, poor, um, you you look at the names and you're like, oh, everyone's masturbated. This is a list of essentially who's masturbated in this condo is what this Especially is. Especially Emily Heller. Especially. She is probably going to town. <laughs> um, that's that's great. And so you got back on Monday? I got back on Monday because it was a Sunday is, night show. This is Wednesday night right and now. And this is Wednesday that we're doing it. And um, I'm sh- I, I just came from a benefit. 
mm-hmm. that was at the Ice House that was super fun. It was, you know, Jennifer McLean, mm-hmm. who was my roommate when I first moved here. She let me live in her studio. Um, and my privacy was the corner of a studio that would be like the dining room. You guys nook. were sharing a studio apartment? Yes. Wow. yes. And so my bed, my mattress was on the floor. Three years. Wow. Right. And then we moved to a... See, that's why you don't think a condo is... A condo. Exactly. <laughs> you just shared right. a studio. Right. For a long time. Until yeah. she gave me an OXO set of like flippers and tongs. Means. You know, oh, the oh, kitchen oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was a beautiful, it was probably a $30 OXO set when she didn't have any more money than any of us. And she was like, you got to move out. Here. And <laughs> she was like, we're both in our 30s. Get out. And I was like, fair enough. You have done all that you can do for me. And so then, it was her benefit. It was her, it was a benefit for her kids' school. You know how like people. I've have, done so many kids' schools it. this week. You're a parent. Yes, yeah. I would never do my own son's school. Um, she hosted it, and Aaron Lee did a set, and then okay. uh, one of the Farley brothers, um, John. Oh, interesting. He, his kid goes there, okay. and then um, and then there was there were sketches, and and all benefits go long. All benefits go. Long. Yeah, and I was like, I am so sorry, because we were gonna do two, and I can't. I can't face it. I can't because tomorrow I have. I'm doing Geek and Sundry, and then I'm doing Maria's Netflix thing. Wow. Yeah. And then you, you got to be rested for that. Yeah. And then you Friday, know. come on. She wanted me to. Uh, I'm canceling Friday with her. I'm Fr- like Friday. Friday with with Maria. Something from noon till eight. That she her, wanted on me her to, show. On yeah, her she's all, she's shooting a bunch of uh, Netflix shows stuff. So and you're I'm just like, turning down TV work. Yes. <laughs> yes, <Okay>. I am. <laughs> Because unless okay. I want to, unless I want to up close and personal what it's like to be in a mentals in the mental hospital where they take away, they give you a puzzle but eight pieces are missing. <laughs> That's Maria's joke. Anyway, so uh, but wait, wait, what are you saying? You you too, you were offered the part of a mental patient and no, you turned it down. I will go mental if oh, I have I to work on Friday. Okay, it's uh, I'm going to lie down on Friday. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, forever, of course. and it's going to be great. So, what did you do sets? This week? Yeah, I did. I did a couple schools. You were schools. in New York. No. No, no, no. You're no. going to New York. That's right. I'm going to New York again. You did schools. I'm, I did a, a benefit in Silver Lake. And um, uh, it, was, it was fun. It was, it was fine. It okay. Was, and um, What was the benefit for? Uh, I, some school. I okay. Oh, I, a school benefit. I nice. just show up and tell jokes. Right. Like, did you, you know, I don't care what, I should check into what I'm doing benefits for to make sure it's like not some sort of white <laughs> nationalist organization. Yeah. But right. it's, did you do a set last night or did you address the, the white despair last night? Last like night? Crab, crab apples. Yeah, I did both. Oh, did you? Okay. You know, that's so interesting. It's, um, we were talking about this today at work too, like, um. I, I think at, at work, we're already like, okay, he's the president and he said this. And so I'm going to make a joke based on, yeah. you know, it's like, this is how we treat everything as mm-hmm. we, you know, try to chop it up into little bits and make jokes about it. Right. I, I'm just talking about the monologue, you know, and it's like gulp, but yeah, uh, it life, you know, monologues go on, life goes on, life jokes goes on. goes on, but, but, um, so there has been a way for me to sort of like, fr- you know, just sort of move, move on, I guess. Yeah. Um, but being at crab apples last night at the show at the improv, I, there were a lot of people who don't have any sort of structure to move on. Oh, with, right. You know, and, and there was just like, you're some, a better person than I am. Yes. Okay. Wide open and uncontained despair right. from people that c- still can't believe it. Right. And I guess I, 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 I mean, I, I believe it now. Mm-hmm. I've been reading think pieces to analyzing what's, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm, You're in that I'm, I'm like, hole. oh, it happened. And, um, I took Twitter and Facebook off my phone. I took Twitter off my phone. Good. Did you, did you do it? I, I was listening to Marin's, um, podcast and he said he took it off his phone. And I'm no, like, you know, what? I, did it, it. I did it, uh, on the way to Boston, oh, uh, on the way to oh, Denver cool. and I can still get there. Right. Cause it goes through Safari. Yeah. But right. it's I a know. pain in the ass. It is a pain in the ass. But it, good. it's less. Mm-hmm. It's every, every second I can, if, and I want Only parts one of person. my life back. Yes. Yeah. And one person in Denver asked me, and it was a Sunday night show, they asked me why I didn't have anything to say about it. And I said, you know, if I can go four years without saying his name, I win <laughs> on stage. I give him no stage time. And, you um, know, it's it, – right now we're going to have – if you're going to talk about it, you're going to have to, like, take, a, like, five minutes because you mm-hmm. can't just dip in and dip out. It's a huge – it's a huge um, – 
pain that people have right now. Right, right. It's an open sore. Yes. So to, to actually poke at it, which is why I chose not to talk about it at all right. in Denver. Right. And uh, and I think that was appreciated to sure. some extent. Because no. people were checking out for a second. Just yeah. taking an hour Yeah, and yeah. Half. They wanted to get out away. Yeah. Um, all the all the openers were amazing, by the way. They oh were yeah, all great. Yeah, it's oh, a great cool. comedy scene. So yeah, that's great. Did, did Heather Heather Snow was she around? She's, no, no, I didn't get to see her. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it, it it was interesting last night to see how much um, you Desp- know despondency real, and yeah, real pain and despair there there still is. Just as mostly around among white people. It was mostly a white group <sighs> yes. last night. Yes, and the, you know, and it was. And you and much like I have said with stand up comedy and careers, you have to complain laterally. You cannot complain you cannot complain about this not laterally. Because what do you mean? if if you are a straight white man, I right. mean, the thing is is if you want to get solace, if you need cause we're all holding each other up, right? Right. And with this thing. Because it feels it feels what it like what it feels like, right? Right. But if you're complaining to a Muslim woman who happens to be gay uh, who's first in line for the camps? Yeah, sure, sure. And you want sympathy from her? Fuck you, is what I say. Yeah, you have to be. Think you know you can commiserate. Yeah, you and I are straight white women. Mm-hmm. We can commiserate with each other and go, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, and and this is it's the the greatest my, my greatest disappointment. This made me laugh because I realized how ridiculous it was. Is that Hillary fell for the thing that all women fell for? But I didn't think she was because she's seventy, and which uh, is which is you thought that just being extra good at the job would get you the gig. God, I know. And so, and she fell for that, and I was like, oh shit, that happens at all levels. I'm you screwed. Know, it's right. it's weird. Like I read, you know, I, there's so many different. Everyone's got a think piece on the problem. What happened? Mm-hmm. But when um, Jessica, Jessica Valenti, I think I always mix her up with Rebecca Traster. They're both really great writers. Okay, uh, but I think it's Valenti wrote this thing about how. You know, just looking back at all the the women that had run for president, you know. Oh, in the past. Recently, like um, Pat, Pat Schroeder. Remember Pat Schroeder? Oh, vaguely. She was a, either she's a rep or a senator from uh, Colorado. Okay. And she just couldn't get money. I mean, the first thing you need is gobs of money. Right. And a lot of these women that started and got halfway there, or got, got just partially, I'm not right. even saying, obviously not to the nomination, but just where they had any traction, mm-hmm. they couldn't continue because they didn't have money right so the fact that hillary's like okay i have a giant bag of guess what i'm gonna spend two years just just clawing money from people left and right i'm gonna have half a billion dollars and i'll have that half a billion dollars it was um i remember that it was um when she was um uh, in the primary against Obama, so yeah. it's it's got to be at least that. <laughs> wow, that's huge! It's huge. I mean, just a war chest, including yeah. the DNC, including yeah. I don't know what's even included in the, that kind of a war chest. Yeah, but yeah. you know, making speeches, left just all the stuff that she was criticized for. Right. You know, she she, she got closer. Felt to like, anybody. look, I got it. I got. I need to have more money than a guy. Mm-hmm. I need to have more endorsements than a guy. Mm-hmm. I need to have more celebrities. Like you need to have everything more than the guy. I gotta have more of a plan. I gotta be more qualified. I have all of these things. More, 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 more. And then that was me going. I I literally wrote a blog on my Tumblr called "White Disappointment," and yeah. because you get me on a plane, I. Tried to check out, right? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna get involved. I get on a plane. I'm a hundred monkeys with typewriters. You know, I just start throwing shit at the. You know, wait a minute. What? I, I just. I end up typing. Yeah. I end up getting. Oh, okay. On the plane. Yes. I can. If if I'm not on a plane, if I'm not trapped in a in a in a seat. Yeah. I can go find something else to do. Right. But if I'm trapped in a seat and there's internet. Yeah. I start waxing poetic. Sure. 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 Whatever. Um, so you wrote a, a mournful <laughs> blog post, which made fun of myself. Oh, I mean, okay. I spent most of Denver making. I mean, I I texted both of you that yeah. thing I did at the bus stop. <laughs> oh the yes, fucking bus yes. stop lady. Where and you know, um, my I told I even told the Uber guy because I was just trying to make I was trying to cheer any fucking buddy up. You're right. I'm yeah. like. <laughs> Um, so I can one up you, by the way. Can you? Let, no, finish your story. Uh, well, no, um, well, you 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 heard it last night. Yeah, I did. I tried to tell it on stage, and then yeah. I ended it. 
poorly. Anyway, so, but it was the first time I told about it. But it was essentially, I'm, I'm walking from the condo to the club. It's three blocks. Yeah. I walk by a bus stop. There's a bunch of people there. A woman comes up with a roller bag, and she's crying and kind of talking to herself and says, I miss my bus. I'm fucked. I'm, uh, I'm going to miss this appointment. And I'm like, I'm done walking by upset people. I'm going to mm-hmm. turn around and try to talk to her and try to. And I go up to her and I literally kneel down. She's sitting on the bench. And I go, lady, can I call you an Uber or something? And she comes out of her stupor and she's like, what? No, no, I'm I'm all right. It's, and That's I said, very nice. And I said, I, lady, this is the worst week of my life. Can I please help you? And she <laughs> laughed and she goes, if it will help you to help me, yes. <laughs> and uh, and then, so I gave her like twenty bucks for a, 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 a cab. Yeah. And then she actually said to me, spent it on booze and cigarettes. Do you need? <laughs> do you need her a hug? And I said, yes, yes, I do need a hug. And then she hugged the stranger, hugged me. And then, but here's the good news: nobody else at that bus stop. Everybody else was kind of half laughing and half <laughs> sympathetic, right? Yeah. Um, nobody else said, well, "You want to? You want to get me an Uber?" <laughs> Which would have been really fun. Do you ever you ever uh, leave flappers and give somebody a ride home at the bus station when you're walking to the garage? I've no, done that I, a I couple always, times. I always oh that's awesome. It, it's it, like a woman with a child or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Late at night. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What are you that's... doing out at eleven with your kid? Yeah. Well, Clearly I know what they're groceries. out to. She's working. Yeah, she's working, and, and now she, she has to take a two-hour bus ride to her fucking home. Yeah, right. I don't do it that much, but when it's like stri- it's you know striking, it, right? And you can figure it out. Yeah, and you're I like, can I, do I can it. do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so. Um, the day on Wednesday, first of all, I started doing monthly donations to like five new oh, <laughs> five new, Southern Poverty Law. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just did. Uni- I added UNICEF today. Um, fuck. Uh, a couple. A couple. ACLU. Others. ACLU. Amnesty International. Uh, We're going to no. need them. We're going to need Amnesty. Um, the National Resource Defense Council for yeah. climate. I'm, I just was like, what are all the issues? Bing, 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 bing. Oh, nice. Okay. So, um, and then uh, this reminded me of, of, um, I've always, I've done Save the Children for a long time okay. where, where I, I have like a, uh, the kid I, 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 it's only $30 a month. It's okay. not like yeah. that much. And, um, he lives in Kentucky Okay, and he's white cause I've okay. seen his picture and he write every once, once a year he writes a letter or something like that. Nice. And he's the same age as my son and oh. his handwriting is like. It's really bad. I, I, I'm like, oh, this, like he's not getting a good education. Right. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's right. kind of heartbreaking yeah. because I can it, compare it to my son of, yeah. and go, fuck, you yeah. know, it's, it starts so early. Yeah. Um, but in 2004, I was also doing uh, Save the Children and it was also a, a, a child in Appalachia. Right. And I, and I, I guess I always pick them because I feel like they're the ones that get ignored. Yeah, Apple because it's like it's not as glamorous. The poverty right, isn't as publicized. Yes, um, and so after Carrie lost in two thousand four, I was so fucking pissed mm-hmm. that I called up Save the Children and I said, "I would like you to switch my um, donation to an international child." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "And you tell the parents of that child that a liberal <laughs> Manhattan lady." You know, I was like, I was like, fucking, and the people are like, you snapped. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> okay, lady, yeah, just okay, yeah, wow. it was really. But anyway, so this time I didn't blame this poor child, <laughs> right? The child. When it, when I hear about the parents, I'm like, oh, I fucking know they're Trump supporters. Like the dad's a truck driver, and the mom, I'm like, oh, this is Trump, Trump all the way. Yeah, I wish they knew that that a little portion of whatever they're getting mm-hmm. is from a it's very liberal right. lady, Except a the, single a super mother elitist. Yes. Yes. You're just like, yeah, yeah. guess what? I, I can spell all the big words <sighs> anyway. Watch that. But, um, so my roommate, you know, in New York yeah. is African-American. Okay. And I was, and I, <laughs> I emailed her and I reduced her rent by 20%. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, why? And, and you're like, I have to do something. I go, yeah, I go, listen, white privilege. I just gave some white privilege. Hilarious. Explanation. She's like, yay. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it, lady. It's, uh, yes. you know, who's, t- it was, okay, so I'm going to Denver mm-hmm. and I'm in line for TSA and behind me is a giant, uh, very handsome African-American gentleman mm-hmm. who is 
professional athlete fit, mm -hmm. not actor fit. Mm -hmm. Right. And TMZ has their camera in his face. Wow. And I don't know who he is. This right. is Wednesday morning. And um, by the way, I changed my flight. You know, last episode I said my yes. flight was at 6 a.m. When yeah. I left, I called Delta. And because I'm Diamond, <laughs> I changed it to fucking one. And it no didn't one cost wants me to hear penny. it anymore, Jack. Nobody wants to hear it. That's it. Let me talk about Sky Club. Why did no. you have a 6 a.m. flight when you were only there to do radio the next morning? Thursday morning, because I'm an idiot, because oh, I'm okay. a maroon. <laughs> I thought you uh, had I'm a an good ultra, I had no, I, had, I was, you know how sometimes you just make these flights and you're like, well, I'm going to, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, you got to you got to yeah. you got to visualize yourself waking up and pay attention to the <laughs> right. sign. Vision board your flight, Cation. <laughs> Who cares? I don't start snap. <laughs> so what uh, happened with this dude? So he's behind me, and I and TMZ is like, "What do you think of the election?" And he just goes, "Puh," and then and then they go, "Well, did you think Trump would win?" And he says something, and it it wasn't LeBron, was it? I don't know who it was. My okay. thing about famous people is I don't know who they're. Is he super tall? He wasn't a basketball sport okay. guy, and, and that's a basketball guy, He's right? not basketball tall. Yes, LeBron yeah. James is No, basketball. he looked football guy. Okay. He looked like football guy. And so um, I – so they said, "What do you, did you know Trump would win? And he goes, yeah, I was not surprised. I mean, I was I – was, I'm not happy, but I'm not surprised. What does surprise me is how many people are surprised. And it was the first sort of person of color that I was like – that and then the domino effect of all acquaintances and friends of mine who are not white, yeah, going, right. calm the fuck down. We just have to fight this. We have to fight this like we fight everything. And you're like, right? Oh, right. You've had to fight this your entire goddamn lives. Yeah, you know, Janelle James was on uh, This American Life. Oh, was she? she she was she wasn't identified as Janelle James, just as Janelle, a comedian. But she's mm. saying that she had her mother was like she was like devastated, and her mother was. Nonplussed. <laughs> like, yeah. Right, right. She's like, yeah. yeah, shit happens. Let's try to fight it. However, and I said something. I got a um, last night at Crab Apples. I said something, and somebody applauded. And I thought it was one of those, you know, those things when people applaud, like you feel like a comic has said something that will inspire a. An, that's. I felt like I had said something that was making them applaud, mm -hmm. and I didn't want credit for it. Okay, you know that thing. Yeah, with audiences and. Then I realized afterwards that it was crab apples. So it's Bobcat and Caitlin, mm -hmm. and the entire audience is mostly comics and, and industry nerds. people yeah. and comedy nerds. Yeah. So they that applause was an appreciation of a good line. Yeah. So not an not a appreciation of the sentiment, and I want to fix that line because I wouldn't mind using it again, but I don't know where I'll use it. It was that line about um um how I want to get in the way of shitty behavior. Oh yeah. yeah, I like was, that. I like that. Yeah, because that's that's my purpose now is to get in the yeah. way of shitty behavior. And I was talking to my sister today, and because I said also that I was like that I was raised to get in the way of all sorts of things, and because uh, it's I'm you know I was just I was raised by that's the other I've been thinking about the sort of the impact on comedy on this yeah and it's hard it's it's like it's like nine eleven but different. Well, I mean, I remember after. Uh, 2000 again 2000 felt like this thing we sort of let happen mm -hmm. and you know that bush that bush you know engineered florida and you know some shady shit went on in florida with katherine harris and all that stuff where yeah you the know chads and all that business yeah and, the and votes not being counted and stuff like that and probably gore won Electorally, too, probably. Oh, you know? popular vote wise, he yeah. wasn't popular, but it, he probably if they hadn't fucked around with Florida, you know what I mean? He, like, oh, right, he might have. But won. well, like, I don't. Uh, yeah, we sort of let it go as a nation. Mm -hmm. There wasn't like riots in the street. Yeah, and you know, uh, nine months later, September 11th happens mm -hmm. because this person's unprepared, and you know. Gore Gore was ready to jump in, just ride right on what you know. He was yeah. there the whole time, whatever. So it, and I, I have that feeling now of like, well, we're just watching this orderly transfer of power. You know, mm -hmm. as the Constitution says, this proves we're a great country because we let even a totally unprepared Ill narcissist take over and run it, mm -hmm. and um, we're sort of just 
going, okay, well, Obama said it was cool, and Joe Biden just said, hey, they'll be okay on day one. And that and was, by the Oprah way, Oprah said joke. it was okay. <laughs> right. Day two is a clusterfuck, was your punchline. Oh, yeah. That was great. My I was t- like, yeah, yeah. oh, she's back. That's what I said <laughs> when I read that joke. I was like, there you go. First joke of the new, of the new regime. But, it, and- but, uh, you- you know, I, I I have that feeling of like, you know, something horrible is going to happen on Trump's watch because he's he's com- ill prepared, totally and- ill prepared. At least Bush had some structure from his father. Some, there, there was there was yeah. presidency in his background. And Rove knew he, he was an evil fuck, but he and Cheney, but they at least They're knew puppeteers. what a government looked like. Yeah, yeah. These people don't even know what a government does. They no, don't, no, they just are full of hate and they're weird. So we don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Other and yeah, um, it's really alarming. I think yeah. uh, that th- that thing. Right. Well, I haven't. I have. In two thousand, I stopped watching televised news, mm-hmm. and I would only read the news. And I've kept that up, and it's really helped me. And uh, and this one, someone was like, "Well, what are you gonna do about you know? You've been following this and the nominations and all this stuff." And I said. No, I didn't even watch The Apprentice. I'm not going to fucking watch whatever. I mean, I will get the news. Yeah. The news will come to me and I will get it. And I and I will I will affect change in front of I mean, my what I've been looking into is there's a, a runaway place in my neighborhood mm-hmm. for teens mm-hmm. and there's a food bank. And I just want to I genuinely want to get off my ass and volunteer with humans. Yeah, right, right. I want to look someone in the goddamn face and say, what do you need? Yeah. And how can I be of some sort of solution, right? right? So who knows? Who knows what I will... I mean, and I don't want to. Are you kidding me? I'm the laziest, you know. I'm just like, I don't want to... You are lazy. That's what everyone says about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, comedy. But here's what I'm genuinely... And I've said this to... I did play Joke Machine with Foley the other day, Aaron mm-hmm. Foley. And um, I was like, I'm worried... I, every time you say play Joke Machine, I'm like, it's not playing. It's work. It is yes. work. Okay. So, yeah. So we were doing jokes. We we're okay. doing jokes at each other, doing joke machine. And I have a problem with my dad chunk. Mm-hmm. I've always had a problem with that chunk. It's mm-hmm. a 12-minute chunk that I'm supposed to record in a, in a month mm-hmm. for my new album. And I'm working on a new title, too. So I don't know. But um, the every time I've tried those jokes in the last four days, all I hear is Trump, that my father is Trump. Mm. And I can't face it i can't face oh. the comparison and so maria hilariously i was mentioning to her and she goes think of the challenge <laughs> of making him likable and i was like hey <laughs> i don't want to make trump likable and i don't like any comparisons between my dad and trump uh I, it took me 12 years to love my father mm-hmm. for the mistakes he made you know yeah. like 12 years ago i wrote a solo show and a lot of that sales stuff came out of it and it turned into stand-up, and it was tight enough, and it's punchy. Yeah. But it took so much. I, I, it took blood and sweat and tears to find the love for, of my father for that. Yeah. I've had a hard time talking to him in the last week. I did talk to him, and I didn't talk about the, the election. Um, let me just ask you something. So when you talk to your parent, you can hang up, and then they go away? <laughs> Touche. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. He is far away and he does not live in my home and he didn't vote for Trump. I got home. Oh, that's good. Yeah. My mom did. Yeah. And I got home from Tess Rafferty's party mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> which was lovely. And sure. despite this fact that everyone was like in shock, it was right. just, she, you know, she's was it very, supportive she's very and nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. How long did you stay after? Another hour, a little, or bit, so, or? a little bit longer. Okay. Yeah, my kid was hanging out and having fun, and oh, good. Um, but then I got home, and um, my mom—I don't think she knew. She didn't pay attention. She wasn't. She wasn't. You know, plugged she's in. like, she's not plugged into anything. Yeah. Um, and she's a widow, and she lives in this little tiny room now, and you know what I mean. Like, so much has been taken away from her. Yeah. And her her spine has the letter C in it. Oof. You know, it's horrifying. So, so you know, when I can get any distance from her and I can just see her, I'm like, it, it, my heart breaks. Yeah. But up close, I want (laughs) to fucking strangle her. Right. right. Because, yes, it's heartbreaking. And yet you're just like, you're killing me. Yeah. You're button pushing the fuck out of me. She, you know, 
she's convinced Hillary had seizures and she's and like if I if I believed the things about Hillary my mom has been told yes then I would I would never vote for her either right and you you can't break into that to that wall Mm -hmm. of uh inaccuracy it just surrounds her um so anyway we didn't talk for a couple days and then then I then because I I said I go I I listed all of you know his um his sexual oh uh, the problems. sexual accusers yes. right and i said this is this guy's like my swim coach and i mm-hmm. go if you vote for him you're voting for andy king yeah and you're voting against me yeah and she still voted for oh, him. Fuck. you fucking vote in the state where it didn't matter in the state where it didn't matter fuck. yeah i'll tell you you know here's what i did and hmm. you're not gonna want to hear this but this is what this is how i spent election night i got home by nine after mm-hmm. we recorded that thing. Right. And I said to Andy, we are going to have sex. <laughs> I said, we are going to make sweet, sweet love. And then we're going to bed. We're not turning any of it on. And we're going to wake up tomorrow and whatever happens, happens. Because I refuse. And he goes, that is a great idea. <laughs> and then I woke up every two hours uh, and had to literally pray myself back to sleep. Wow. Which I have found I... It's like affirmation-y. Yeah. My prayers are super affirmation-y. And it's, you know, I was like, I release all fear. I release all anger. I release all grief. I turn it all over to God in the universe. And I am going to let the universe worry about this. I'm going to do the work. And over and over, hundreds of fucking times I said that. Wow. And I woke up I woke up at 2. I woke up at 4. At 6.30, I wake mm-hmm. up. And I said, Andy, should I go check? And he goes, it'll still be there at 8, eight o'clock. You know what's weird? Like I, I love Sam B. I think yeah. she's so funny. She's I love a, the stuff she does. Yeah. And I think, well, what's what do we? What happens now? Like mm-hmm. clearly, you know, and John Oliver too. So f- fucking forensic detail on issues, right? And funny. And all this get pat it gets passed around. So, you know. Donald Trump got just like after the election. I didn't watch the SNL after the election except for um, Chappelle's monologue, which was great. Was it? Yeah. Okay, because I was like, I don't know. It was great. I watched uh, Kate McKinnon. Oh, that was great too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was I saw the that only. Too. But then there was a sketch with with um, uh, the guy that kind of looks like John Belushi. I forget his name. Okay. Uh, Is it Jim Belushi? No. <laughs> but 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 it was being passed around. I think Slate. You know, okay. SNL destroys Trump. It's like, no, you no, didn't. No, no one destroyed him. No He's one destroyed the fucking him. president elect. And yes. as many times as as these brilliant five minute comedy rants and masterpieces pieces and monologues were passed around, yeah. it fucking didn't work. Right. And, and what's comedy supposed? To, what what is it? like? Is that 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 sort of anger? So that like. For four more years, we're going to be passing around shit that murders this guy. And only and we're going to be – it's just a, an echo chamber. Only we're going to be laughing at it. Right. And I wonder – that makes me think, sh- should we all go into journalism? <laughs> you know? I mean, that kind of research that is being done at last week. Yeah. It's amazing. Why can't you give that to the LA Times? Why don't you give that – I mean, the jokes will write themselves, but you're yeah. like, look at all this, look at all this research. Why are comedians doing more of this research than journalists? I don't know, but Dan Why, Rather I mean, wants us all to support journalists anyway. I know. <laughs> you, you you know, there's so many comics, their Twitter feeds are actually much more well-informed than um, the typical anchor at MSNBC yeah. or CNN. So weird. And the thing is, it's weird. Like, you know, people are like, oh, how could, you know, people vote against their self-interest and stuff, their economic self-interest. Yeah. But... Anyone in the entertainment industry who voted for Hillary voted against their economic self-interest because, you know, Trump is great for comedy. Right. And he's great for cable news. I mean, I I work on TBS and Mm -hmm. TBS, a sister station is CNN. CNN is fucking raking in money right now from this and it won't stop. Right. And, you know, last year, Les Les Moonves, the uh, CEO of... um, is he the head of Viacom or just CBS? I forget. But he okay. said it's Trump is might be terrible for the country, but he's great for CBS. Like he's amazing to just add revenue through the yin. Yeah. Okay. And um 
I don't. I, there's. There's so many, right? So and everybody keeps going against each other that don't seem to, right? Yeah, I don't know. We don't know what to do with this instantaneous information and all this instantaneous misinformation, mm-hmm. and then twenty-four hour news cycle. And the only thing I can do is I will genuinely just sort of I have to have had to step back, and I don't know. Uh, but I. We're gonna we're gonna be here. You know? I mean, I'm not gonna really talk about Trump on stage. It just oh, I, it's I, not my interest. No, and I don't. Do, my my political comedy is is so enormously socio political. Oh my god! What? You what about how great the Dorian Gray joke worked? Huh? Oh yes, huh? it worked, dude. I I'm not thinking about LA audiences whenever it's I worry true. about a that joke is, not working. Yeah, you're right. I'm it, thinking it, yeah. about. Denver, right? You're thinking about Denver, <laughs> you other know, places. or you know, wh- any place else you go. You go. Right. You work the Midwest a lot. You know, I do, I do, and I'm going to Houston on Sunday. God, good luck. Don't even say the word book in Texas. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but I'm opening for Maria. Okay, it's it's. There's like three more sets. I'm yeah. opening for Maria tomorrow in L.A., Houston on Sunday, and then San Francisco at the uh, at the end of that week in San Francisco that I'm doing. Where? Um, I don't know where she is. December 10th. She's a, uh, but I bet you MariaBamford.com has it. Hey, let's do comic of the week. Oh, yes. Okay. Helen Hong. Helen Hong. Very oh, my funny. God. So funny. I saw her like two weeks ago at another one of those grade school benefits. Yeah. At the comedy store. Mm-hmm. And she was so freaking funny. She had this great bit about Christianity that was hilarious. Oh, cool. And she works like a dog. She does. You know? She works very hard. She's so hardworking. I used to see her in New York. A lot, and uh, she's oh, here, great. and yeah, and just been working her head off ever since. So yeah. Helen Hong, probably at Helen Hong. I did not check. I'm what do you think, guess. Kyle? I'll look it up. You'll yeah. look it up. It'll be in the notes. Yep. Um. So my mom and I did start speaking later this oh, yeah? week. We had a big cry fest. You know, like okay. She's she's like, do you want me to move? I can't be hated. Oh right. <laughs> you know what? That's a great line. Yeah. Uh, right. And I did want her to move, and I and I did consider continuing to hate her. But right. Uh, no. I mean, she, you know, she's a little. She's a little old lady. She's lost, you know, four inches in height to this scoliosis, and right. she's just, you know, she's yeah. a, when it. When I can, I'll step back and look, and it's just a lot of tragedy that yes. has never been analyzed or or therapized. Right, right. She's, <laughs> you know, she's had just, no. She's just. It's just piled on top of her. That's yep. why she's and she four just has all shorter. these little coping mechanisms. And um, yeah, well, I think that's great, awful. actually, just because, like. What did Eddie Pepitone? I think was the one on Facebook who said it. He said. And this was just about friends. Mm-hmm. They were like, yes, please berate your friends for who they voted for, because that's really, you know, just the splintering of friendships, the splintering of liberals on each other, mm-hmm. the splintering of all this BS. And so I, you know, I have had to let go of the fact that I'm like, I can't care who you voted for. I can't care even if you didn't vote. We're in this moment. So let's go forward and mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to write some jokes, and uh... I'm uh, like I'm going. I I I, I made this decision a, this decision a while ago to skip Thanksgiving. I usually we usually do yeah. a big family reunion. It's a lot of Republicans. Okay, and um, I gave my son to his dad for Thanksgiving. We and okay. I have him for Christmas, but um. Uh, so I could go to New York and just sort of write and work on this book some more. Right, without right, right. You got to do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be like somebody offered, somebody very generously offered to uh, have have me over at Thanksgiving in mm-hmm. New York with th- their family and okay. their kids. And I and I said I don't want to be around if I if I can't be around my kid, I don't want to be around any kid. Right. And I'd rather be alone. Yeah. And in. You know, I, I mean, I like being alone anyway, and I like solitude anyway, and I'm doing spots at night, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, so you'll see people. I'll be okay. Oh, my gosh. Matt Bronger's Snapchat the night of the election mm-hmm. was like, literally, it was almost like watching someone turn into a vampire. What happened? It was it was every hour, it was just, uh, I, I watched it sort of the next morning, right? Yeah. Snapchat TV. And uh, so I, wa- and it's usually, he's funny, and it's. He's Matt Bronger. He's a great. Yeah. And so it's, hey, you know, you can see the TV on behind. He's like, hey, my girlfriend's in England. I'm not going to, 
I'm not going to be around, you know, I'm just going to be sitting here. So I'm going to Snapchat an hour, like smash cut an hour later to another 10 seconds. And he's, he's like, what the hell? <laughs> and then 10, all the, all the screen says is holy fuck. And then the next one, he's got a beer in his hand. He's sitting in the backyard. He's like, I just walked around the street and around the block. And now I'm in the backyard drinking a beer by myself. Smash cut to I'm in. I'm in a bar. I couldn't not be in a bar. And then the next one is Solomon Giorgio on stage. Hmm. And Solomon Giorgio just yelling at the audience going, turn off your screens. Look at the person next to you. Stop watching it. And it was great. That's it was cool. really cool. We got a... T- did you see Wanda Sykes? Oh, yeah. We got... Well, there was like... <laughs> did you first- watch the video? I didn't want. She had it. She okay. She's doing the Cam Neely Foundation, which she's is doing a cancer bed. Who hires Wanda Sykes and Nick DiPaolo to host to do stand up at a cancer video? Dennis Leary. Um, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, it's Dennis Leary's thing. Yeah. <laughs> First, why wouldn't he do that? But why would so he? I think it's like the day after or yeah, two days after. It's like election. Wednesday or okay. Thursday. So she had a funny, a funny joke that she. Uh, where she said, you know, we have had a white supremacist. We're talking about Bannon. Okay. This is the first time we've had a confirmed white supremacist. Uh, like, you, right. you can argue up until, like, 76, we've only had white supremacists in the White House. Right, right. Like, Nixon, uh, uh, until we got to Jimmy Carter. Yes. You know, and then, right, you know, whatever. But, uh, so that, you know, it's just a, it's that's a good it's little a, joke. Yeah, okay. And it's probably, you know, and they booed her. two days off after the election. Yep. And uh, they started booing her and she just started going, fuck you, fuck you. Right. <laughs> and I don't, you know, I mean, that's, was, that's never the best reaction. Oh, my God. When you snap at the audience but, and then storm off. You know what? If if you're she and she's not a snapper. No. You know, she's really professional. So uh, but if you're going to snap. You know, it can be two days after the election when you're a black, gay, female <laughs> mother. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah. You're, and it's quite honestly, if you, and I have fuck never those fuckers for booing her for telling a entire, fucking Trump joke, a Trump man. joke, exactly. a Bannon joke. It wasn't even a Trump. It's a Steve Bannon joke. Right. You know, so and they're, they're also at a cancer benefit booing a comic who's from, working for free. Right. And coming. Oh, I doubt. Well, yeah. So, um, and then, but yeah, I, I, when I think of the people that have stormed off stage, yeah, when the audience booed them or they couldn't get, they were just dumb. Yeah, like there was that that thing with, um, I think it was Greg Barrett. I don't know. I wasn't there for it, but so I don't. Is this? Can I even tell this story if I don't have it verified? I'm halfway in. I'm halfway in. So he's down at 4th and B down in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And they had, used to have this terrible gig. It was a terrible gig that paid so like a nickel. this is many, many years ago. Yeah, it's probably 12 years ago. Okay. And what it was is it was an MC feature. That's a 40 minutes, right? And then a intermission to sell more beer. Mm-hmm. And it's a free 1200 1,200 people are at this thing. And then the MC goes up, does another five, and then brings a headliner up. And everybody's half in the bag, and they're done watching stand-up comedy now. And mm-hmm. so you have to fight your way through this thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, Greg Barrett was like, well, screw this. This is I'm getting $100 for this. I'm leaving. And then the following week, uh, Doug Stanhope goes up there. And, <laughs> and he made the mistake of saying, I guess, after the intermission, did you want to see the feature again? And they were like, yes. <laughs> He was amazing. That guy was amazing. And then Doug, Doug Stanford says, well, you don't walk me. I fucking walk you. And then <laughs> yes. he did like an hour 10 or something yes. where he walks more than 700 of that 1,200 <laughs> people. And you're like, yay. Awesome. You Good don't walk me. You. I walk you. It's the greatest yes. line ever. That's the, that's the attitude that's, to have on stage. <laughs> that's the sentiment. You know what's weird? I was watching, like when I was in New York a couple weeks ago, I, I always, I feel like I have... Like I look at the like a younger generation of female comics, right? Yep. And I don't they they sort of just stand on stage, but they're not looming at the audience and looking. Like I feel like a part of me is always ready to have something thrown at me, so I have the, like <laughs> this very defensive sort of 
stance the way and you posture. Take the, take the stage. Yeah, and yeah. like I'm, uh, I mean, my eyes are always moving all over the place, and I'm looking just to make sure there's no. Tr- like I assume the worst. <laughs> right. Every time I go on stage, <laughs> there's a gun in the audience. That's right. what I think. Wow. And, and, you're and like Chekhov. Yes. Yeah. Oh, a- <laughs> but then I, I, I just noticed like the you know maybe in their 30s and under kind of don't have that aggressiveness uh, when they're standing they it, they it's um they own the stage it's but it's a conf- it's a feeling of yes i'm safe here <laughs> not which like, i've never i've never had and it's an, definitely an argument against spending your first 10 years in comedy in bars right is my point Right. And there's, yeah, I mean, there is a, there's certainly a much, it's a, it's, it is kind of a safer vibe for the youth. Yes. Yes. Um, now, uh, and then after Wanda, I guess Nick DiPaolo was next and he got, he also snapped and he just went bananas and said some really awful charged oh my god the racially qu- charged he just quoted, like, he oh quoted the, god, one of the jokes they they quoted in the article yeah. was that it's easier to rape women in boston because of cobblestones <laughs> and so i right kyle even laughed yeah. against his will we all laughed against our will when we heard that joke and then we we're like you are super sensitive but, nick DePaulo. good for the, you yeah and he called hillary a cunt and he called and, obama a monkey he said, and he yeah oh, it was just he? like uh, no, what are you doing? Why are why are why do people I love go? You know, whatever people right. are snapping. This election is making people even comics crazy. lose their shit. Yes. And comics, comic who's been doing it 30, 40 years. Yeah, if if they're snapping, yes, something. And is... both both Wanda and Nick have been doing it forever, For and they've known each years. other forever. I met them both at the comedy competition in like nineteen ninety five. We all did the the San Francisco comedy competition together. So oh, wow, the, was that when it was known each Francisco? other for like what was it in san francisco at that time yes it was yeah. there we go yeah, it yeah. is no longer yeah oh i yeah. know but we've all everyone's been yeah. aware of each and, it, and they've known each other forever so for him so to even it, get that mad at her <laughs> just right oh my god i wonder People if he got mad because now he had to do an extra 15 because they were probably just doing 20s right um i don't, I don't know why i, I don't that's, know that's the important thing to me how long I don't were they know. supposed to do you guys and so who had to pick up the slack and i uh, know i know yeah I have no idea. anyway it's it's um it's yeah. been a stunning election for everybody and i love and, i yeah oh, go ahead i was just gonna say people are like give trump a chance and i'm like that's what not taking to the streets with guns is. That's what the campaign is. That's your chance. And then, you, you know, like, no, you're not going to, he's not going to change his personality. Don't. But I, I also, you know, I, I, um, I sent out a tweet about this, Jackie, if I can quote <laughs> my own tweet. Uh, please do. But, I think, because the tweets go by so fast, okay, I miss them. So, you know, we have these, oh, these poor rural voters the rural white voters that we didn't understand in Appalachia, the poor white voters in Kentucky and Ohio and Indiana and Michigan and Wisconsin and Wisconsin. Well, you know what? A lot of those people are descended from people who've took a fucking coffin ship over here and they, they left their home and they left everything and they came to America and they resettled yep. and they they went where the work was. They went where the food was. Yep. They went where the opportunity oh. was. And now 20 <laughs> generations later, you can't leave fucking Ohio. Right. There's no jobs there. Right. Stop trying to get a job in manufacturing. It ain't happening. You can happening. still be a Buckeye fan. I Come swear to, to God. LA and It'll take be... an improv class, okay? Because that's where the money is now. Right. Grubhub is hiring you guys. And <laughs> But it's but it's like they want this fantasy world of the deer hunter in 1970s or something. Like it's it's not happening anymore. Right. We're moving. We're trying to get solar energy, which is panels. Right. It's not you, you know, shoveling fucking coal out of a coal mine. Stop wanting that shitty fucking job back. Right. Right. Well, you know, in rural Wisconsin, everybody wants that job where they make uh, plastic forks, and those plastic. Why? I don't know. It's why. horrible. It's a dumb job. I don't know why. Do you know you can have a job you like or it stimulates you intellectually? Well, and maybe they want to live near a tree. I don't know. But, I mean, the thing is, is if you had a real job, you could then go to northern Wisconsin and go camping and shoot deer or do whatever you want to do if you had a job that made money. Why why won't politicians go, look, this plant is not reopening. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be raised. 
Right. And you and you guys, you know, either either we decide we're going to have a universal basic income for some mm-hmm. people, for, yeah. every, for everybody. Everyone gets 1500 a month, maybe. Or, or right? nine. Or what? Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Whatever it the livable. Live, yeah, right? whatever livable. Whatever's livable. Basic poverty, livable wage. Yes. Because we, we are, I mean, we're, things are getting more and more automated. Uber's trying to figure out how to automate their cars. That There goes Uber driving for some people. You know, mm-hmm. like, what do we, what are, how are people supposed to make money? How are they supposed to feed themselves? Right. How, how, it's not just, it's not just these people in the Midwest. It's spreading. Right. The automation and stuff. So, I don't, and now this is just turning into a bigger thing. I'm, I'm like, well, fuck, we're really do stand now. up, you guys. Open <laughs> mics, the where, and you know what they say, you guys, if there's no open mic in your t- small town, start one. <laughs> oh, no, not move, move. I say move. You say move to a town with Jackie a good says comedy. Stay there and start one. Start a comedy show. I you say guys. get out, go to a mid mid sized town. It's a find yourself a, a Portland, Seattle thing. So I have, um, so I've been doing this interstitially kind of intro with, not interstitial, I don't know what the fuck to call it, for right. Audible. Um, oh, I saw your picture in yeah, a, uh, I in was a, an essentially, Amazon email. Essentially, Rooftop has been recording all of our acts for the last 12 years. We all signed away our acts. Where? Everywhere. At tiny clubs all over But America. they ask before they... Yeah, uh, we, yeah, if you signed the paper, they got your audit. Yeah. And then Rooftop got bought by... Uh, Amazon. Oh. And so Audible has access to 100 million hours of stand-up comedy. But they can't they can't use it without they, your permission, They right? can totally use it because you signed the paper. No, if you if you signed it for Rooftop, they yeah. can. Yeah. Okay. But not if you didn't sign it. Okay. Right. So, did you sign? Oh, my God, yes. I'm just hours and hours. No. Of, yeah, Maria did. Everybody did. There's just so and so what they're doing is they're is they're is they're taking different towns or different areas, right? And they said, "Would you host like Rob Delaney did?" And what you do is you host and you riff about. Are they paying you again? Yeah, yeah, they're paying me. And but here's the thing: it's the only money that any of us have ever made on this gig. But it's I think it's they're like I haven't seen them, but they're it's called Sound of America. Mm-hmm. And essentially, I introduce, hey, Los Angeles. Right. And then here's some comics talking about Los Angeles. Here's uh, the Midwest. Here's some comics talking about. And so that's the whole thing. And so I'm recording another one of those next week, too. Uh, I need to Ugh, say. such so so frustrating. It is frustrating because, you know. All you have are the jokes you wrote. Mm-hmm. That's yep. all you have as a comic. If someone else can just take them. And and, and put you them signed them away. You signed them away because you were a young comic. You didn't know, and I wasn't that young. I was not that young. Yeah, what were you just, doing? Uh, was Rooftop paying you? No, no, no. What what what? Uh, what'd you get out of that? Uh, exposure. I don't. No. Are, are you familiar with the word? <laughs> Come on, Jackie. I know it. I know it. But you know, fifteen years that's what ago, your Tumblr blog is for exactly that's what but... all nine of your podcasts are for. <laughs> exactly, I do a lot of charity work. You guys, I have two podcasts. <laughs> that was how Tig introduced me at some fucking show the other night. <laughs> She's like, Cation does a lot of charity work. But um, yeah, so I mean, I don't know. It's it's. I mean, how, how many city you know, jokes did I do? How many city jokes did everybody do? I don't know how many episodes there can be. But it's an interesting, and it, it actually is a very fun, I don't know. Well, you if, know what, maybe I just have a naturally negative attitude toward that stuff. I, I And I don't know if they're paying people the clips that they're paying. I mean, maybe they are. Why would they if they if they don't have to? If they don't have to. They might not, but um, but it's on Audible, and... You can check it out if you want, you guys. <laughs> it's, I'm also doing. Don't mind some, me, guys. And I'm doing some sort of geek and sundry thing tomorrow, where I'm playing a board game on a video podcast with Andy. Oh my god! And then I'm going to open for Maria. And uh, but today I had a human day, you guys. I was home. I got home on Monday. Nice. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Yesterday I did almost nothing. I had a lovely lunch with with a friend. Uh-huh. Today I had a lovely lunch with a friend, and then I went to the dentist, like a person. And how, how them choppers? How them choppers? They're fine. Do she you was, have any health insurance? Any dental insurance? No. So you it have was to pay seventy two dollars. Oh, okay. It's just a cleaning. cleaning. Yeah. And I think the the X rays were one hundred and fifty. So I mean, it wasn't. It was sort of attainable, right? It yeah. was like. And I said, what, uh, 
What do you? What do you? Th- I I actually because I haven't been to the dentist in five years, and this woman kept telling me, "Wow." Uh, Karen Rontowski read my tarot cards and, and my tar- uh, on the Dork Forest. Oh, I got to tell you when you finish what and she, the and, horrible and, and, news she gave me. Oh, and the tarot cards said that I needed to go to the dentist. Oh my so god! I went to the dentist. You know her. her what was her thing for you? She goes, uh, uh, "You're gonna." I said, "When am I ever gonna find a <gasps> guy? Guess how long? Oh wow, four to five years. Slow, oh, slow boat." And then I was like, "That seems a little quick." <laughs> You're like, and then he'll be right fucking there. <laughs> but I will tell you this. I, I had to, um, and I believe all of it and make fun of all of it. So you guys can judge me however you want. And Karen Rotowski is actually really good at it. Uh-huh. And, um, but I had my tarot cards read probably 15, 16 years ago. And I got that slow card said, I, cause I said, am I ever going to find a partner love person? Yeah. That's how I put it. Super tired. Anyway, so. Well, yeah. Last, they said it was t- last year card. I did I did it and I asked if I would sell my special and she said yes. So, Oh, there you go. Yes. Hey, Ronto. That's it. How we doing, Kyle? Hi, Kyle. 55 minutes. Not bad. You going up. Uh, so this will go Monday. Yeah. What do you got? I will be in New York all that week. For Thanksgiving, I'll be tweeting right? all my spots. Mm-hmm. Um, be and... grateful, folks, for what you got. Yeah. Yeah, what the heck? Totally. Thanksgiving. Um, Hopefully, I should have a cut of my special to look at. Oh, really? Soon. Neat. Yes. Um, That's freaking awesome. Yeah. So you'll have a boatload of of, of, of sets in New York. Mm-hmm. So follow Reasonable you at Lori yeah. sixteen. Yeah. I think you know, I'm. It's, I um last last time when I was there last week I I uh, um I I kind of realized I don't have to like fucking do. Four spots a night, you know, like I can just sort of oh, thank God meander and enjoy. First of all, who a are bit. you? But second of all, <laughs> but I mean the pressure of like just I being was doing it every you. night. Yeah, when I wasn't, when I only had two, I felt like a failure. Right, and you know, and, it's like it's and that was bleeding on me. Fuck, I'm wit. in Manhattan, so I'm like. <laughs> I was just like, work harder, work harder. Glory Kilmartin works really hard, and she has a kid. And I'm like, and so now. My kid. I'm going to turn. Yeah. He's doing really good in math. Fuck yes. Yes. Well played, boy. Thank you. Man child. He's very creative, and he he has a different perspective on things, and... He was more outgoing this last time that I saw. I mean, I think that trip. I think you were t- saying that trip to Ireland that you guys took. Yeah, really did him. Uh, oh, a I service. definitely think it did. Yeah. And so every time I see him now these days, he's got he's got the sort of this twinkle in his eye. He's a twinkle. Just like, hey man. Yeah. And he's got he's got a little bit of confidence, and he's a good egg. You know. He, um, I'll just I hate people who tell children's stories. So Do it. Please hate me, but. Um, <laughs> So he was watching this, uh, you know, the Minecraft videos where you're kind of following somebody while they're playing. It's a walkthrough, yeah. So normally you watch a Stampy who's very clean, mm-hmm, PG, mm-hmm. totally, totally clean, G actually. And, you know, YouTube offers up some, uh, in the menu bar, offers up some more adult people ah. doing it. So I, I catch, he's playing and I hear the person say, clusterfuck. Yep. And I go, what? And my son goes, I only heard cluh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and yet, a good story. A perfectly good story about how. And I don't think it's the first time he's heard the F word. Because uh, uh, headphones or not, he's sitting over there at the stand. I know. And so. And the flappers. And it flappers and it everywhere. <laughs> so this will go this will go this up after. But are you, are you going up tomorrow or Thursday or Friday or Saturday uh, or Sunday? Uh, yeah, I'm doing. Oh, I met. You'll have missed it, but yep. I met Flappers in Claremont this weekend. Oh, you do the whole weekend? Yeah, the oh. Friday Saturday. I oh, love I that actually, little. Room. I love that little room. I do too. It's, a... it's a fucking pain in the ass to drive there, but oh, yeah. it's a fun little room. And you... I've had some psychos, and I, I, they do record all your sets. And I actually yeah. got a really good heckler interaction that mm-hmm. they recorded. That was really sweet. I think last year I was at Claremont, and um, Augie was opening for me, Augie Smith. Yeah, and he was like, because I, I, I guess I said, oh, uh, remember it was the it was the episode it was an episode of this. I think we're like forty two weeks into a friendship here, by the way. Uh, forty two <laughs> hours into a friendship is pretty sweet. Oh, is it really the forty second hour? I think it's probably it's our, more than that. I think it's we're we're in the forties of how yeah. many episodes there are. All right. So, but um, 
But I guess I said to someone, because they remember the story, it's a great story I told 40 episodes ago, mm-hmm. about uh, someone who kept, gr- uh, aww. Oh, yeah. It was that one, right? Yeah. And I guess in Claremont there was an R, and mm-hmm. I Augie told me that afterwards, and I listened to the, the set afterwards, that I did actually say to her, if you don't stop doing that, I'm going to walk over there and stab you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> which, <laughs> that's not positive. I mean, Wanda Sykes might do it. But, uh, <laughs> that's what I said to my mother. I said I wanted to stab her in the face. Oh, my God. And yeah. how did she take it? Well, then she started crying. Oh. And then, that, then that led to the oh good to the, the not to the talking to each other and then the and then, then the reconciliation. I don't want to be hated. And I, I don't want to feel like someone wants to stab me in the face. Well, she is correct. Which is a reasonable, she is paying rent. It's yes, reasonable. It seems like a fair expectation. I should jack her rent up. The, oh, right, the 20%. What I'm taking away from my roommate, I yeah, should give to like, my mother. Exactly. You're giving back to the to the community. That's right. Anyway, so you got any new jokes? Um, No. I think most of my uh, creative energy is going into this little book thing. Oh, I, right, I don't right. have... Uh, no, but I'm disappointed on myself because uh, it'll come. You got to get that. You got to knock that book out. Yeah, but I mean, I'm still performing. I'm yeah. just, you know, I should listen to a set on the way over. But I sometimes I'm like, fuck, I don't want to fucking do homework all the time. I don't want to yeah, yeah. be so diligent. I'm, it's yeah, yeah. Like, can I have I one want... second where I'm not trying to change the damn... do something? Yes, you know, can I just listen to some music or something and not study how I said this joke and figure out it? Oh, did I? Am I missing an opportunity for? Oh, fuck, I'm tired of that sometimes. You yeah, know? yeah. This week, um, I'm I'm God. literally I'm thinking of turning down all the sets that I have this week <gasps> and just t- wow. just sleeping. I'm so fucking tired. I can't. I yeah. literally want to cry. Dude, you just, <laughs> I just just lie down. Do it. Yeah, I've been on the road so much lately that you I have. just... Your schedule has been crazy. And I was psyched to do that Denver gig because I've been wanting yes, it. And it I was know. a fallout and I was a last minute replacement. And I was like, because I was going to take this that last week off. Yeah. And, and I had a really good time and the shows were great and the crowds were great. But I swear to God, I have to, I might have to just lie down. So That's I think okay. we're done. I think we're, yeah. Yes. Thank God. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 